Hey, it's Slim, and just a heads up before we dive into the podcast today, yes, we know the audio is a little quiet when it comes to the intros to our segments and also some of the stuff that is played during the segments. That is just a technical issue we cannot get around while broadcasting from home. We do realize it's happening, and thank you to the people who have helped us out to at least get a little bit of the sound to come through there. But have no fear, when you get through like the opens to stuff, our voices will be loud and clear. Thank you for tuning in. Every weekday, we pick an essential worker, somebody who's working through the pandemic, and their job is obviously an essential employee, and they're helping the rest of us who uh, you know, have needs through this time. So if you would like to nominate somebody, all you have to do is go to the big 99.9, coyotecountry.com. You can nominate somebody. Dana did that. Dana nominated her husband, who is a bus driver for the Spokane Transit Authority, an STA bus driver. She says during this difficult time, he's working hard to make sure that people can get to the grocery store, the doctor's office, and to other essential places. He risks his health to make sure others can get where they need to be, and I'm very thankful for his service to our community. And so are we. So, Dana, thanks for the nomination, and thanks to her husband, Kelly. Uh, He's going to get himself a $50 e-gift card from us, just our way of saying thanks for being there during this tough time. Yes. Excellent. And he gets this wonderful question from Kevin because... We now have a bus driver probably listening for sure right now, Kevin, so go ahead. Hit him with the question you want to ask every single bus driver in Spokane. I want to ask every bus driver? You want to ask every single one of them a question because it's the thing that baffles you still today every time you drive by it. Oh, yeah. How do you park all them buses in that garage? It it amazes me. I want to know the process. Did you say Kelly is the bus driver, Jay? Uh, yes, sir. Because I don't know if Kelly listens ever, but I'm assuming probably right now he is. Kevin is enamored in a real way with the parking job of the STA buses in their gigantic, gigantic parking garage. Well, man, if I you mean, ever looked at them, they're wedged in there pretty good. Oh, it's crazy. Well, I just can't figure it out. Like at our house, there's times where we'll have three cars here or four t- cars if TC's son comes by for a little bit or whatever. And, and we can't figure out how to park the cars <laughs> in the garage and everybody's got to move to get the other car out. And it's a pain in the, they have like a billion of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand it. And to Kelly, if you've ever just seen somebody weirdly creepily parked across the street, at say five fifteen in the morning, don't be afraid. It's just Kevin. And they right. have a hundred. Figured out. They have hundred and forty-eight buses, Kevin. Man, there you go. You figure out how to park all those. <laughs> Thank you. They're so precisely in there, and oh, it's just—it's impressive. Oh. It is. I, I admit. Not so much getting them in as maybe getting them out at that point. I love it. And Jay, where do people go again for the essential person of the day? You can just go to the big 999coyotecountry.com and you'll see it there. There's a little uh, image, and you can just click on that image, and it will have you uh, follow along. It tells you step-by-step step of what you can do. You know, and other things you can do there, too, is you, uh, uh, when you go to our website, you can do things like you'll figure out how to get our radio station on your smart speaker, in particular, uh, A-L-E-X-A, and we'll, it's super easy to do that. But there's also a tutorial on our webpage about that. And then don't forget, you can always get our app. I mean, heck, my brother listens in El Paso, Texas on the app, and you uh, can get that by just searching Coyote Country, however you get your apps on your is phone. Is that the brother you like? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, this okay. he's okay. the other one. You know, who likes him? Just making sure. I just wanted to make sure we got the good one. Wait, what if the other one's listening? Oh, I love them both. Yeah, that's the one we like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's funny, Jay. You mentioned tutorials it's as if you read the script. Thank you so much for playing along, my friend. Oh. We're talking tutorials here on Hot Topics, but this tutorial is not for adults. Although sometimes uh, it makes you feel like a kid when you don't know how to work technology. See my father. But this is about teaching kids. Boys, we mentioned it last segment. The list has come out. Parents have compiled the 40 hardest things to teach their kids. Now, we learned last segment we're not talking about the we're not talking about the school subjects, although the school subjects were mentioned in this survey. Mathematics being the second hardest, English and in reading being the toughest thing for parents to teach their kids. But boys, these are a lot more basic. So when it comes to teaching kids how to do stuff, you guys have done it with five combined kids. Kevin, you are doing some stuff, I'm sure, again with Judy's girls. So you guys are well versed in teaching. What's hard? Tying their shoes. Kevin, it's the number one answer, my friend. Tying their shoes. That's a good one. <laughs> is the yeah, hardest thing. I mean, thing. I just had to think of, I'm like, it, it really is one of the things that is so difficult. Okay. What would you give, what would the tip you'd be, you'd give to parents who are struggling with this right now? Velcro. <laughs> right. Okay. Slip-ons. Okay. I see what you're doing. Sandals. Live in a uh, and just go barefoot. Yeah. Crocs are king for that. I, I will tell you, it, it it is something that I don't remember teaching to my kids at all. And luckily, Judy's oldest one knows how to do it well. This youngest one doesn't, but I have stayed out of that because I know I'm not good at it. Because I don't even know for sure how to explain it to them. The whole rabbit and the whole like all that like I I just don't feel like I'm very good at it. Now I could probably watch a video on YouTube and figure sure. out the right way to teach a kid, but I'm just hoping that that's one that I can stay out of and not screw up. Yeah, I'm married to a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> that helps. That helps a lot. Uh, yeah, she's got to deal with that a lot, right? There's some, yeah. Cause I I don't know what the age is where kids figure it out. Like, and it probably varies a lot, right? Sure. Yeah. But she has a trick for everything. See, that's the that's thing. The it's like, yes. you know, that's the key. You know, tying shoes, you have a, you have a song or you have a rhyme. I mean, you know, don't run with scissors. There's like a little, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a song for that. So, I mean, she knows all that stuff. So she don't was great. Don't run with scissors or blood squirts out your eye. <laughs> don't run with scissors unless you want to die. Exactly. And the reason we know that song is because we still sing it to KJ. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I mean, we, that's Correct. still a weekly song in the studio. All right, boys, here are the top 10. I, I want to know if you struggled with these with your kids. Number 10 was writing their name. Your kids writing their name. Again, kindergarten teacher, I'm out. She did yeah, great on other, all that. Yeah, other than, uh, like, it's great with watching Judy's kids with this because – uh, you know, the oldest one's got it nailed now, but uh, the youngest one, she traces stuff all the time and okay. she's really good at it. Oh, nice. And so she's figured it out. And so I'm like, it, it's actually awesome because I, I don't know how to teach them other than tracing. <laughs> that's right. hilarious. But at least that's good. I mean, that's a start right there. Brushing yeah, for sure. Brushing your teeth, boys, comes in at number nine. Did you guys have a problem with the teeth brushing? 
Uh, no, we had the like the Sonicare for kids where it played the song. Oh, so yeah. you would just brush the entire time the toothbrush played the song. That one actually was easy thanks to technology. I love well, that. and I think and I think the thing when they're little is the where do you I mean, how much do you let them do? And then you have to follow up and make sure that everything's done really well and the floss because it's like you can't you can't trust them to do it all on their own. Oh no, you're still standing there the whole time. Yeah, and you gotta and then sometimes it's like, oh let let me just let me help you a little bit there. Yeah, I think you missed a spot or ten. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me just try that. Even though you did it to the timer and everything else, good try. But let's just double check your work. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, okay, boys. Number eight or number seven is how to swim. That's an important one. Jay, you probably had to do that considering you've got the pool. Yeah, they did swim lessons very very early on. We we took them to an actual professional on that one, and we we did the you know the splash around version when they're really little. But then. Got him in the water super early. Okay, number six, buttoning a button. Oh, yeah, just buy t-shirts. Number Fine motor skills, I think that's called. Number five. Yeah, those things are It's such weird stuff that you take for granted. And, like, especially for me, when my kids are old now, and then seeing it again, like, with the little kids, and you're like, oh. Wow, and I am so lucky because the older sister is so good at helping with everything. She does 80% of it so that I just look like I'm better than I am. Yeah, the beauty of having a daughter first, Kevin. Yeah. Number five is one that we don't need to worry about anymore since it's liquid. Teaching a kid how to tell time. Oh, <laughs> and it's digital about? even if it's not liquid. Number yeah. four is one that is happening in my neighborhood right now, and it is hilarious. Riding a bike. Teaching a kid how to ride a bike is the number four toughest thing to teach a kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It depends on the kid, too, because, I mean, if you have a fearful child, then they are less likely to, uh, you know, it's slower. They don't seem to. I mean, because obviously they're afraid they're going to fall. You have a kid that doesn't care and is, uh, you know, just gangbusters on that stuff. Man, just see you. He's going. It's funny because uh, the little one at Judy's just got a bike for the birthday. Oh, yes. And it's got the training wheels on it. She just turned four. She has now, she just always rode this trike before and really loved it. So didn't really. But now she got the bike. And Slim, literally trying to explain the brakes, was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just take it for granted. And I'm, like, trying to show her. And she'd do it good. And then I'm like, okay, let's go. We'd start going on the trail. And then she got going too fast one time, and I'm like, okay, the brakes. We'd already practiced them like 30 times, and she was doing great. And then, of course, what did she do? The same thing any of us would do. You panic, and you put your feet down, and then you right. lower your feet, and it's a disaster. Because she has like, pedal ah. brakes, not hand brakes, right? Of course, yeah, the yeah. pedal brakes. Yeah. And so it's just funny. Like I, I'm like, man, uh, and luckily the older one knows how to ride without the training wheels. So that's good too. So she's got it down, but, uh, yeah, that, that riding a bike thing is stressful for the parents. The, then our neighbor next door, she is teaching her sons how to ride their bikes. And it is funny because she's turning it into a workout for her. She's kind of letting them go on some of the, the, the neighbor, the roads that are not near the busy ones. Yeah. And you'll just see her sprinting by and i'm like there goes alicia <laughs> because the boys they're just 
flying, right? They're just riding right. bikes, and they're boys. And you hear her screaming out directions behind them, like, oh, make sure you don't get, don't get too close to your brother. Well, you know, and it's just funny. But she is getting the greatest workout because she is just running as fast yeah. as possible behind them, trying to keep up. So it's kind of a win-win for her right now. It's a new Olympic sport, sprint yelling. And they got the they got the little signs that in the neighborhood for all the kids that have the the person with the, the caution slow down with the stick right. the flag and there must yep. be a lot of people who are teaching their kids right now how to ride their bike during quarantine because there's a lot of those things out that's funny i love that uh, number three on the list as we wrap this one up for you real quick uh, eating with cutlery is number three number two is whistling which is still hard for some people as adults oh and number yeah, so is eating with cutlery and number one is tying your shoes which is a struggle for kevin and i <laughs> whistling and winking is another one that's hilarious to me like that they just like wink i'm like just close one eye and they can't do it sometimes <laughs> like, facial what? contortions it's for so winking cute. Is the you're best. like yeah how is that not a motor skill that it's just weird and when you know how to do certain things you realize i don't know how to tell you what to do does it kind of make you feel like you're super impressive since you can wink. Yeah. You can do the tough thing of wink. Winking and whistling, I'm very advanced. It's <laughs> actually how I met your mother. Okay. Okay. Wait. <laughs> can cause your body permanent damage. What? Kevin James. This leads to a vacuum in your eustachian tubes. Wait, you got eustachian, but you couldn't say the word damage? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. Quick Coyote Country forecast update brought to you by Geico Insurance. And you guys obviously are well aware that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico uh, nice 67 today and 65 tomorrow. Looks like we could be 60s. A good stretch of 60s for a while, which is very, very nice. Love it. Uh, Slim, you talked about that list of things that are hard to teach your kids. Yeah. Um, it's also weird when I've been, because we've been binge watching Chicago PD, there was two things that happened, old school things that happened on that show. They showed a Rolodex. The, one of the characters yes. pulled a Rolodex out from under the counter. And my daughter goes, what is that? <laughs> it's that's funny well it's for real though the, the, that has been outdated for at least eight nine years a rolodex i would think uh yeah. well yeah or yeah well since the since the phone right i mean i mean smartphones were late 2000s and i'll give a, a couple years for people to dive into them but at this point like the smartphones everyone has just all their contacts on their phone I will say she was relatively impressed by it when I told her. I said, well, so, you know, every now, you know, you put your numbers on there. It has like the person's address. You could put something about the person, you know, like in the notes, you could put a little, hey, this is slim. You know, they had a baby and blah, blah, blah. You could put little notes on there and you could use both sides. And she goes, well, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good invention. I'm like, yeah, see, it's impressive. Yeah. Does anyone out there and still use a Rolodex? Let us know. Four, three, four, eight, six, two, three. Do you still have not do you have a Rolodex? Do you use a Rolodex? Because I'm sure right. you still believe, have it. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm trying to remember the last time I saw someone, and it was someone who had the most impressive Rolodex too, where it was on their desk, and they just said, "Yeah, I have most of it in my phone now. Probably not all of it, but they're like, I will always keep this as my backup." And there are times where I still flip through it and use it, and I thought, 
That is awesome. But it was one of those two that you could tell it was 20 years of phone numbers in there. If you have one, I bet it's impressive. You're not going to use one if it's only okay. That is so true. Yeah. Like, well, I, here's, I kept my semi decent Rolex. Rolex. No, you, you are going to have the impressive one. That's very true. <laughs> it's like it, 500 numbers. Was it, was it like for, because I never, you know, I was out, not Rolex time. Was it for business cards also? Did you put business cards in there? Yeah. A lot of times people did. They would, uh, just, I think they would staple them to the yeah. little card. Is that right? Staple Jay? Is that right? Yeah. They, yeah. Usually they would just staple it or tape it, you know, to the actual card that came with the Rolodex. Uh, by the way, Fireball Phil has text in. He still has a Rolodex and uses it with his landline. There we go. Okay, uh, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Also, on that show, they showed at one point one of the officers was using the old school electric typewriter. And my daughter also did not know what that was. Because they only showed it from the back. And, she, and he's like, you know, she's right. like, what the heck? I'm like, yep, that's a typewriter. That's how we learned to type when we were in high school. That's the way we did it. It's funny, Jay, watching that McMillions show uh, on Hulu where it was the investigation of the McDonald's getting scammed, basically, and someone stealing all the money from the Monopoly game. Right. Uh, it was in the late 90s and early 2000s, okay, when they're doing all this. And it keeps showing all the surveillance stuff. Okay. And it's hilarious because they're doing like the phone tap and it's showing them pushing play and record on this <laughs> tape deck. And I'm yes. like, that's two th that's like the early 2000s. And they're recording stuff. That's their surveillance is on a cassette tape. And you're like, what? How can that possibly be? But yeah, right. you realize that technology didn't come for. A few, quite a few years after that, actually, which was just bizarre to see. I'm like, that was their high technology of how they were recording everything was on a cassette deck. Yeah, what so was weird. 15 years ago seems like 50. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. every time you even look back at it, it's been it's so out of our minds now that we don't even we don't realize that you know, for those of us who are around and doing that, that we did that just only like 15 years ago. I mean, when did we start using the digital on-air stuff? When was the first time we had our touchscreen, Kevin? Oh, geez. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, like, for in my world, like, when, when we, I stopped using CDs and stuff, it took a long... I mean, it's only been probably eight years that I went to all digital where I finally was like, okay, I think I can trust this digital world. <laughs> Slim, because were you it, always in the digital world on radio? Did you everything was always touchscreen? Everything was always touchscreen. So I've I've been very lucky in that. I didn't ever have to do the the stuff, which now to me is just stuff of legends. Yeah, the tape and yeah. the and the CDs, or before that, even when we had to spin records. It existed in the building when I started working, but it was not used. Okay. Yeah, it's still yeah, probably so twenty years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 15 years ago for radio, maybe? So weird, though, man. It's just like, like if you, you just show people what, you know, a 45 or a 8-track or a cassette, I bet my kids have no clue what half that stuff is. Well, I'm just glad right now, because we've been doing a lot of running at the Widmer household. 
I'm just glad I don't have to try to hold my Discman perfectly still in my hand so it doesn't skip. <laughs> right. Parallel to the ground. You're yep. not trying not to move your arm. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I thought, oh, John, yes, John, Boston John has chimed in. He says, oh, he loves his Rolex. No, he Keeps not. great time. No, he, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, John. Hey, thank you, John. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, you're going to challenge Kevin, obviously, because I, well, you know what? I'm going to give you the option. I came up with the questions. Would you rather challenge me or would you rather challenge Kevin? Kevin James. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's funny. One point him. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, fellas, it is time for our final thoughts. And as always, we let Slim go first. Thoughts. Had a really fun weekend this weekend. A lot of activities, a lot of fun events with my wife. We had, we had a good time. But I have to give a shout out to our buddy, former manager for the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Tyler Seth. He was great back then for the team, for the, for the Bulldogs, and now he's great afterwards for the people in his life. Always out to make things better. He found a great app for iPhone users. If you like the game Codenames, Codenames the game. There is a game. It's I'm free to listening. download. Kevin, it is called Code Words. <sighs> they really changed the name up a lot. Code, okay. Code Words. It is simply Codenames on your phone, but you have to be an iPhone user. It's not working on Androids right now because I think it's, okay. it's fairly new. But it's just that code names board. It's got all the words there. And you've got two teams. Uh, you can do two teams of two. So I'll be playing it against Tyler and his wife, and my wife and I are playing. And I'll give Anna the clue, and she has to try to guess which words are on the board. It, it's brilliant. It works very well. Code words. So thanks a lot to T-Seth. For, for getting the knowledge out there, and I felt it's my job now to pass it on to people who are looking to have some fun phone games so that maybe you're sick of Zoom, maybe you're sick of FaceTime, you'd like to interact some other way. This is a fun way to do it. I love it. That's great. Thoughts. Final thoughts are brought to you in part by Banner Fuel, Kevin. I was going to ask Slim, can you play it against other random people, or does it have to be all people you set up? Yes, you can play against random people as well. Okay. And wow. and uh, Kev, I, I got to tell you, it's it's really fun, really addicting. I just opened my app up to make sure it's working, and I realized my wife had given me some clues last night. So I need to figure out school is the clue she gave me. I'm thinking art and grade. I think those are going to be the words, I guess. Now, we also did code names via Zoom this weekend, and we did it on Friday night during happy hour. I just don't recommend games during – Anytime you're doing any sort of like happy hour drinking situation, <laughs> yeah, it, it that that one. If you have competitive friends, it was like yep. five thirty. I still had all of the night ahead of me, and that was it was too early to get competitive. Yes, yeah, and you know full well that games and drinking, like at the end of the night, anyways, a lot of times get a little complicated in person. <laughs> let alone on Zoom. I mean, Correct. it's just asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of games, <laughs> I ordered an old classic, 
And I'm very excited because it came in the mail, and uh, we don't we don't have it yet. Got to pick it up, but just one of the the simple ones of Connect Four. Oh yeah, uh, it's one that I saw. I, I don't even remember how I saw it on Amazon, but I just did. I think maybe I was just looking at board games. I was just bored, and I thought oh, I'm gonna look at board games, and I saw it. And so that is I gave in. Remember how I said. I was acting like Amazon didn't exist. Yes. Right. Yes. And I was not buying anything online. Why well, I had not purchased anything online other than uh, ordering food at a restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And that is what made me give in. Connect Four. That I is bought hilarious. it. And it has arrived in the mail now. So I'll be getting that and playing it with the girls this week. That's great. That's awesome. Well, you That's film. great. I know you I know you lied to us and said you'll be playing it with the girls later this week. Can you just film UNTC battling it out? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kev, I would give anything. I, that would be so fun. I would watch that in a second. You versus TC Connect Four. I will tell you, National North, shout out to them. Oh, Good yeah. Lord, I hope you open up again someday. Uh, <laughs> it. It's missed, right? It's oh, yeah. missed just going and having a good time. And I will tell you, they have the giant Connect Four there. Really? And it is so awesome. It is so fun to play, and it's great to watch. People think they're good at it. And then, with, <laughs> you know how sometimes at Connect Four, you think you're in control, and then the next thing you know, somebody drops the one, and you go, oh my gosh, I just lost. I didn't even see it. It's great. It's so great to watch that. I just sit at the sidebar and watch it sometimes because it's pretty entertaining. I'm with I'm with Slim. You and T need to have a battle royale with Connect Four. Yep. And video it for sure. Yeah, I'm, I basically I, I'm, in. I'm gonna be honest. I bought it for one thing and one thing only. I don't I don't even care. Like with the girls, we're just gonna fill it up with different patterns and do whatever and then pull the thing and all of them dropping out is the most fun thing in the world. Thank you. It's like 52 pickup yes. with little discs. But it's so neat. They make one little pile right there. It's just, oh, what an idea. <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> I didn't know that the host of the Zoom meeting could change the names of the participants during the meeting. What? Oh, they can do it to all of them? Yes. I didn't know that. So, and I don't know if that's because my sister has like Zoom executive or whatever it is, or if that's all Zoom hosts can do that. But she started changing the names of my family members as we were Zooming yesterday. And, you know, every time someone would say something, like my one sister has the farm that we've talked about before, and she labeled them, you know, hippie, you know, hippie farmers. And then, you know, every time somebody would like somebody said something, I started laughing. So she just renamed me Laughing Boy. And then it was it made the meeting 10 times more entertaining because. Yeah. Never knew what she was going to come up with. And she's pretty creative. So she started naming us all these weird things. And I didn't know they could do that. But that's a fun little tip. OK, I have another tip for you for Zoom. And I don't I think this is true. I've heard it now from way too many people. For those of you in big group Zoom meetings. You can have yes. private chats on the side with people who are in the chat. I found that out because she, my sister knew that too. Yep. You can, the, the person who is running the chat gets access to all the chats at oh, the end oh. of the conversation. So just know that. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> just know that. That's a good That's tip. Awesome. I did. I learned that this weekend, and I was like, well, I'm glad I haven't done any Zoom conversations since we did one last week. We'll be doing one today on Facebook Live. We'll probably be – I'm hoping for a little game time on the Jay and Kevin Show Facebook page around 1 o'clock today. Uh, so we'll be l- looking forward to that. So that I hadn't done a Zoom since last week with you guys, but now I'm excited about it because uh, I need to remember that. If Monty's in there and we're – well, I guess – yeah, Monty did run our chat last time. If we were talking trash about Monty <laughs> – he would have read all of it afterwards. That is hilarious. You know what? It's a good thing to remind yourself of when you're dealing with technology. If you don't know everything about it, then you just better mind your Jay, P's and Q's. Jay, Anna had a big work, a big work Zoom meeting, like big one, with like a lot of universal the oh, countryside no. of the Universal Music Group, like big meeting. And so the meeting is dwindling and she kind of hung out there like anyone who wants to just hang out and, and chat, just this is not work related. This is just for fun. So Anna was sticking around and, you know, it had dropped from like 30 people down to seven. And someone had brought that up. They're like, oh, man, it's so funny that the person who runs the chat gets all the side chats. And there was a man in one of the boxes <laughs> and his face. I've never seen a face go paler quicker. And he just looked at the screen. And you could watch his brain process it in real time, what he was going to send to that person as a bribe to not release his side chats. It was awesome. Oh, no. (laughs) Be nice. You never know who's watching. That's hilarious. Uh, 